the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. We enter in now to this Christmas season, the Advent season, full full bore here. It's uh, it's always a great time of year. A lot of people love this Christmas season, and people do seem to act a little nicer and happier and a little more peaceful and joyful. So we'll take it for sure. Uh, maybe you've been thinking about what you can get for people for Christmas, and I would just encourage you to put the books that I have written on your list of of, of things that you could buy them, especially my latest one, This Is Living. And what's exciting is um, you can certainly get it on Amazon, but we've got a, a new opportunity on our website. If you want to buy the book from the website, you could even, especially if you want to buy like multiple books, like maybe you're like, I like to get like five and give them to different people. Uh, you get a better price if you, you do that, if you buy in bulk, so to speak. And I can even sign them for you. So there's a, there's a button now on rickmcdaniel.com that you can go to for giving or donating or whatever you want to call it. And that's where you can get the book. So maybe you want to pick up several copies and get them very inexpensive. You know, that sort of under $20 gift that is, um, you know, a lot of times not really the greatest gift uh, comes under 20 but my book's a hardcover. It's got color on the inside. It's got a devotion each day. Take about three minutes to read. So even people that aren't readers can read three minutes and they do it over 100 days and voila, they've read an entire book. A lot of men I know get a kick out of that. They, they, uh, they haven't read a full book in a while and then they're able to do it that way. But you know, more important than that, from my perspective, is that you're getting a real boost. You're getting a real a marvelous way to start your day and just uh, be able to have uh, some inspiration and some encouragement and some challenge to, uh, to, to go out and make the day the best day it can be. And I, I just think there's a scripture that says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. It's a great attitude to have. Have that kind of attitude about life and not I have to do, but I get to do. And so this book is a great way to do that. And, and uh, just would I think people you give it to, they would really appreciate it. And man, you could you could hit a bunch of under $20 gifts there uh, for folks. And I think uh, be a lot more meaningful to them than other things they get and just stick in a closet or in, in a drawer somewhere or don't really or maybe some food item and they eat it and then it's gone. I mean, this book has got a hundred devotions, so that'll take them into the new year and start the new year and whatever it might be. So I'd encourage you to uh, consider consider that, and especially now that if you want to get bulk number, you can get them directly from us and and uh, Go, go that way. Certainly can go to Amazon, you know, by all means, if that works for you, whatever, whatever works for you. But I, I would encourage you to take this Christmas season and really use it as, as a chance to, to give a gift that will really, I think, have an impact. Long after Christmas and New Year's, that book will keep helping you and blessing whoever you give it to. This is Living Daily Inspiration to live your faith. And today we're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about how to have a 
spiritual comeback. We've talked about a lot of different comebacks over the last several episodes. And uh, this is, man, this is an important one to to talk about. You know, maybe you, you find yourself in a place where, you know, you once... Um, had a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and um, then you, you, the old timers would say you backslid, you kind of slid back. You once went to church, you, you no longer go to church. Maybe there's something in your life that's kind of life controlling and uh, could be an addiction or other life controlling issue, and, and it just kind of overwhelms you, and you feel like. Uh, you're really far from God. Maybe you're in a place where there's like a, a dryness. Um, you just don't seem to, to, to kind of have the, the, the river flowing any longer. Maybe you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and um, it just don't seem to be going anywhere. Maybe your interest in spiritual things is just really lessened maybe this whole pandemic thing you stop going to church and 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 then the whole thing has kind of really gone in in the wrong direction and uh, you need a spiritual comeback the the word really in the the bible for this would be a, a, you need a renewal a renewal you you need to to be renewed spiritually and the good news is that uh that is absolutely positively possible. In fact, in the Old Testament, there are eight different specific renewals that take place. And, and the New Testament, frankly, is kind of one gigantic renewal story. The book of Acts is the story of how God worked in many places all around the known world. But in the Old Testament, you, you see eight specific renewals. And of those, one... Um, gives us the most information about a renewal that happened under King Hezekiah. Only David and Solomon in the Old Testament have more written about them than Hezekiah. So we get a great amount of detail about the renewal that comes under his reign. And we can understand what a renewal really looks like by kind of examining this guy who, again, other than David and Solomon, two pretty famous guys in the Bible, there's more written about him than anybody else. So, for instance, um, we we learned that um, in, in like in Second Chronicles, for instance, 29, he, Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king of Judah. He ruled for 29 years from Jerusalem. So the Bible says he obeyed the Lord by doing righteousness as his ancestor David had done. In the first month of the first year of his rule, he unlocked the doors to the Lord's temple and had them repaired. Uh, and then, interesting word here. Uh, so, I have, this is Hezekiah, decided to renew our agreement with the Lord God. Then over in chapter 31, everything Hezekiah did while he was king of Judah, including what he did for the temple in Israel, was right and good. He was a successful king because he obeyed the Lord with all his heart. So that's that's the, the essence of it right there, you know, renewing. And really, it does come down in, in many ways to, you know, what happens with your heart. And there's a really kind of a good metaphor for this in the Bible, and that is uh, fire. 
God revealed himself several times in the Bible through fire, twice with Moses, including the famous burning bush. God used fire as a symbol of his presence. There's a Jesus culture song that says, set a fire in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. So if you want more of God, then you allow God to start a fire in you and then renewal takes place in a a powerful way. So this symbol or picture of fire is, is really a good one to kind of understand what a spiritual comeback is all about. So here's some meanings of fire. First of all, fire refines or purifies. So fire cleanses away anything in our life that's keeping us from, from really being fully committed to God. The, the little pet sins that we sort of play with God burns away those things that aren't pleasing to him. And the fire burns like what happens in the purification process, like with gold, removes all the impurities. And so what's left is beautiful. I mean, just beautiful, shining gold. And that's what God can do in our lives. That exact kind of work is what he can do. He can He can, he can bring that kind of of purifying work, that kind of fire that just really, really, really makes a difference in our lives and brings us to a whole new place of a spiritual comeback. Fire brings illumination. It it brings light into, into darkness. When God's fire is burning in us, it shines brightly. Jesus said no one would put a light Uh, No one would light a lamp and put it under a pot. A a lamp is placed on a lampstand where it can give light to everyone in the house. You know, when when God's fire is burning, then, you know, we really are excited about his love and his forgiveness. This renewal uh, just leads us. In fact, what can happen from a renewal, enough people get renewed, enough people have a spiritual comeback and you, you begin to have a revival. It moves from a new renewal to revival. It goes from uh, just out, out of homes, out of churches, uh, out of just individual people's lives into something much larger and significant. And, and uh, that is certainly something that is needed. And look, it's happened. There have been these great awakenings, which are, were revivals in the past, for instance, in America. And there's been revivals in countries all over the world, Korea, Africa. I mean, just amazing things have happened throughout the continent of Africa, but also in South America and various countries. And, and in Asia, it has been remarkable what what God has done. So here's another thing. Fire indicates enthusiasm, you know, fired up. You know, we we say we're enthusiastic, like we, you know, we're fired up. We have zeal. It means that, you know, we want more of God. We, we have a passion like we haven't had before. Zeal for the things of God amplify a renewal, like, like nothing else really. You know, if you want to see God move in a new and powerful way, you're on fire for God and that you let God fan that flame and it's really, really powerful. As a word guy, you know, as a speaker and a writer, I mean, a rhetorician, if you want to get all technical about it, uh, words are kind of my life. So they're important to me. So I always like to 
break down the etymology and just kind of understand words. So re means again. So anytime re is in front of a word, it means again. So to rededicate would mean to dedicate again. To reinstitute would be to institute something again. So renewal means to be new again. So renew, it's really easy, right? It means to be new again. And that's a beautiful picture of what a spiritual comeback is like. Someone is new again. Another famous scripture talks about going back to your first love. It's this idea that when you first came to Jesus, you had this incredible passion for God and for the things of God. And it's the same concept, of course, you know, you fall in love with a person and you, you know that those, those initial days are just so fiery, right? They're so filled with, with uh, attraction and passion and all those things. And it's the same kind of concept with God where a spiritual comeback is, is when we come back to where we once were. Renewal is... We're back to the newness of our relationship, uh, the first love, excitement, enthusiasm. That's what that's what it means. That's that's what it means to be new again. So we have in, in the, like in the Bible, a picture like a pattern, a process of how renewal takes place. We, we really can know it because the key there is where Hezekiah says, I've decided to renew our covenant with the Lord. It's a decision. We decide to be renewed. We decide to take the steps to a spiritual comeback. That's how that's how it happens. We don't just fall into it. Just like any of these other comebacks, it's something we choose to we choose to be renew, renewed. We choose to be new again. And so it, it might be helpful, you know, to just kind of look back at this story with Hezekiah and try to understand. Uh, renewal a, a little bit better and you know just sort of see uh, what the uh, implications might be for for us but basically um, Hezekiah's father Ahaz uh, was that was his name and he was nothing the Bible says he was nothing like David he was not a man after God's own heart and so uh, he just went in a different direction so when you don't have your heart in the right place or your heart hasn't somehow hardened, maybe, you know, toward God, maybe things that have happened over the last couple of years have been so hard on you that it's it, it may have caused a kind of hardening to take place. Maybe God's no longer the, the priority that he, you know, that he once was in your life. It's, it's just not the same. There's uh, there's been a change, and and again that see that same sort of thing in what took place in uh, Ahaz his leadership and rule previous to his his son Hezekiah. He even locked the doors to the temple, which is like you know no more church. We're not gonna we're not gonna worship anymore. And again that you know that's what's happened. There's been a shocking number of people. They're kind of like no more church. I'll just go online i'll listen to a message here or watch this over here and but church of course is much more than just what happens in services there's there's the whole community aspect of it the communal dynamic uh, 
that's something that happens throughout the week in, in groups and in, in ministry teams and all kinds of other things that need to happen. And so it's just really important to understand that, you know, that can happen to us where we just sort of, again, kind of end up in a spiritual setback. It's really interesting to kind of see how a, a spiritual comeback happens with, again, using Ezekiah as an example because we read it earlier, you know, he said in the first month of the first year of his rule, of his leadership, not the second month, not the 12th month, not the second year, Hezekiah unlocked the doors to the Lord's temple and had them repaired. First thing for renewal is, you know, is just like a, a desire to, to do what's right. That's the first step in a spiritual comeback. Not doing what you want to do, not trying to get around what the Bible teaches or rationalize your behavior, but just simply say, you know what, um, I have a desire to do right. In fact, the desire really precedes the doing right. In the first month of first year, Hezekiah took the first step. He unlocked the doors. It didn't make everything right, but it was a step in the right direction. If you have a desire to do right, that's the first step in a renewal. That's how you, that's the first step in, you know, being new again. There has to be a, a desire there. Now, again, it, it, that's the starting point. It goes on, Hezekiah destroyed the images of foreign gods and cut down the sacred pole for worshiping the goddess Asherah, smashed the bronze snake, you know, all these things that, that were really, keeping the people from a relationship with God, whatever, whatever issues were in their lives, you know, whatever issues are in our lives, whatever idols or sins, you know, whatever you want to call them failures is, is just to, to get rid of what was going on here. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just really powerful when this happens because, that's when we really go from, you know, a desire to something more than just desire, but action. It's important, I think, to understand, you know, this part of the story. Let's just do a little little bit of history here, just kind of give you the backstory. So in the book of Numbers in the Bible, we're told that the Hebrew people were in the desert and poisonous snakes were biting them and they were dying. And so the people came to Moses and, and they say, you know, what are we going to do? about this. Something's got to be done. And so God told Moses to do kind of a weird thing. He said, I want you to make a bronze snake and put it on a pole and hold it up. And whenever the people look at the bronze snake, they'll be healed from their snake bites. You know, it's, it's, it's an odd, it's, it's, it's an odd story. There's, and there are other, you know, sort of odd stories in the Bible that sometimes sound strange to us, but just by the way, so, you know, this is why in the healthcare field, they have the image of two snakes that come together on a pole with the wings on top as their symbol of healing. That's where that comes from. If you've ever seen that, if you're in the medical field and you're like, I never knew what that was. That's now, you know, it's a symbol of healing and it comes from this story in the Bible. But people being what we are, turn the bronze snake into an idol. The, the purpose of it was it was to be a symbol that represented the, a message from God that, you know, you look at this symbol and you're reminded of God's power to heal people. Focus on God and you'll be healed. 
and yet it gets twisted and made into an idol so that now it's the magic bronze snake, not God, that is doing the healing. So they kept it and actually began to worship it. So the Bible says that when Hezekiah was destroying all these things we read earlier, he destroyed that. And, and that other, the, that the, we read earlier, maybe you're like, what, what, what was that thing? A, a sacred pole, an Asherah? What? Well, Asherah was the goddess of fertility. So, you know, people wanted to have babies that, you know, they wanted to increase their people. It was very important. So again, they, you know, they went in a direction of taking things into their own hands to try to do that rather than to simply rely on God. And, you know, this is this is what will put us in a spiritual setback is when we sort of take things into our own hand and we don't trust God and God's timing in order for things to to get that to get done. You know, and maybe even, you know, maybe there's time you were like, I'm walking with Jesus, you know, um, and um, but you never really dealt with some things that need to be dealt with. Or you really kind of like relied on yourself and kind of went to God only when you, you know, had to or got into a bind or something. And so it's in it's in a renewal that you really kind of get set free from these things, a freedom that where you really are walking with Jesus in a way that is genuine and sincere and there aren't sort of hidden things in your life and you're not really relying on yourself and then um then you know relying on god when you kind of have to it's 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 happening you're you're looking at these things in your life that are have power or control over you and you're giving them to god and saying i don't want these things to kind of dictate my life any longer Another interesting step in this renewal process from this story is really the restoration of worship. As soon as Hezekiah gave the signal for the sacrifices, the musicians began to sing praises to the Lord, playing the instruments, and everyone worshiped the Lord. In renewal, there's really like a restoration of, of, of singing to God, of worship to God. It's part of how God brings about a, a renewal is with a restoration of heartfelt worship. And again, that's something that you know, really is an in-person experience. You can certainly pray uh, and you can you can worship God and sing, you know, in your home. But there's something about getting back in the church. Things really uh, are, are powerful and the Holy Spirit is there. You know, the the when the temple is rededicated, Passover is reinstated. They had actually stopped celebrating their greatest act of worship, remembering God's deliverance through the Passover, their deliverance from Egypt. They had stopped doing that. So they really like reestablished their worship and reconsecrated, dedicated themselves. We're going to worship God. Worshiping God's more important than anything else. Spiritual renewal, you know, you don't have other things you want to do in, instead of worshiping God and going to church, you, you schedule your life around it. It, it becomes, becomes the, the focal point of your week. A spiritual comeback is, is, is when you're truly renewed. And that's, this is, this is what happens. And, and, and if you go on in this story, it's just fascinating because as soon as they heard, the people heard what the king wanted, bring, they brought offerings, they brought a 10th of everything they owed to tie. They included 
their best grain, wine, olive oil, honey, other crops. The people from other towns brought a tenth of their herds and flocks. A tenth of everything was dedicated to God and they brought their offerings in the third month. And the last one arrived four months later. So, and then that the Levites, the special group of, 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 uh, ministers of clergy at, at the priest has asked the priest main head one and Levites you know what's this about all these uh, offerings you know and this is what happens it's like when you're renewed there's like this sense of generosity that just wells up inside of you and and again you go back to like this whole idea of new again when you know when you get renewed when you go back to the sort of white hot passion that you start with, you know, generosity. When I when I first started dating my wife, and this is true story, you can ask her. Every single time I saw her, I brought her a gift. True story. Every single time. And I don't mean like, you know, for a month, like for a long, long time. Every single time. There was just such a generosity that was tied to that love. Now watch what happens, you know, when when this spiritual comeback is is taking place, this renewal is happening. It says then that Hezekiah and the officials ordered the Levites to sing the praise songs of praise that David and Asaph had written, and they joyfully sang praises to the Lord. So when you have a spiritual comeback and when you really are experiencing renewal, the result is joy. You're joyful. So it just leads, leads that. So then marriages are, are happier and people are, are happier in their jobs and family life is better and all kinds of positive things happen. The, the Bible again, 2 Kings 18, the Lord helped Hezekiah so he's successful in everything he did. Defeated the Philistine towns as far away as Gaza from the smallest towns to the large walled cities. And he was able to resist the, the um king of Assyria that tried to, to come in and sort of make the Hebrew people his servants. He was able to do that as well. And so what happens is, you know, it's like you see God work and then you look at a problem, an obstacle, and, and you just have the faith that it can be changed, that God can work it out. So ultimately what you have in this process is victory. You know, that's what a spiritual comeback looks like in chapter 32 of Second Chronicles. The Lord rescued Hezekiah and the people from the Sennacherib and also protected them from other enemies. People brought offerings to the Lord. And from that day on, every nation on earth respected Hezekiah. Wow. What a great what a great result. Like when you when you renew when you go back to the new and renew yourself and spiritually have a spiritual comeback your life begins to just t- 
take on a completely different outlook. And so it's joyful and good things are happening. And you're just you're just like, wow, this is great. And then, of course, the more that you see that, the more you have a desire to just really put God first in your life and you put God first in your life and you take the right steps and it's like it's just like this it's just like this momentum that builds and you you're just excited and you're worshiping and you're not skipping church you're right there in the middle of it all and and you're involved and your prayers don't hit the ceiling anymore and you read the Bible and it's like the words jump off the page. And man, I mean, it is a marvelous, marvelous place to be. And you and you can have it. You can have it by taking these exact steps that we've we've talked about today. And man, I just encourage you, you know, if you feel like you're not on fire, then let's let's you know, let's get on fire and, and let's see what happens. And, you know, go get back in church and and get rid of those things in your life that are not pleasing to him and how you know again it all starts with the desire to do it just have the desire and then move from desire to action and just see how it goes just see what happens in your life and how much better your life gets how much happier more joyful and ultimately more successful you are because you are experiencing this spiritual comeback as you are being renewed. Jump in, friends. You will be really, really glad you did. And what a great time of year as we celebrate Christmas and the coming of Jesus. What a great time of year to launch your spiritual comeback. Started today. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.